Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve, a refreshing morning, Jumbo Africa to the listeners. The city of Derna in Libya, I mean, literally buried under all sorts of things. Two dams collapsed there uh, during those massive floods. They say the death toll could triple. So what, 15,000 people? Stephen, it could triple indeed. It can go to 15,000. But yesterday, the health officials confirmed 5,500 deaths and say 9,000 people are still missing, also confirmed by the mayor of Wadi Dena, one of the uh, Libyan city in the eastern part of Tripoli. You'll understand also, Stephen, that the UN also is worried to say that if there was an early warning, uh, things of this nature will not have happened. Remember also that Libyans are, are, are also reeling from the conflict that has been going on since 2011. So Dena was built, those dams were built as, as early as the 1970s. But when they look at the audit of 2021, they were not properly uh, treated well. Hence, I was saying during the week that this floods should have been uh, avoided. Now we are talking of many numbers. Now it will take them 12, I mean, 412 million for the reconstruction in Dana and other eastern towns. Because this is happening that we are talking of 3,000 people who were buried yesterday in the mass graves and 2,000 were still being processed so we are still looking at libya uh Tripoli, not forgetting as well as morocco Stephen, that the northern part of the continent is really under a tragic moment in nigeria they had a national power outage for 10 hours their electrical grid collapsed sipo what's that like you know, Stephen, this is sad. That is like they didn't have power for 36 hours, but Stephen, all 36 days in the capital uh, in Abuja, as well as Lagos, they didn't have power. They were fully restored in uh, no time. Uh, because as you know, that this is not for the first time. 2018, they had the same challenge uh, of not having power. So this is a challenge that is causing one of the biggest countries in Africa. So they were saying that the technical problems, uh, even last year as well, Stephen. So you can see this is not the problem in the southern hemisphere only. Also in the west part of the continent, we have this power cuts, this power outage. That is also the issue of the national grid that is giving them a problem. So Kaduna electricity distribution uh, company yesterday said that they were able to can restore the power almost after 10 hours in mali the ruling junta they're cancelling plans for independence celebrations Stephen, they are cancelling it even if it will be next week on the 22nd of september is because there have been crises in that area in terms of the turak separates they've been attacked with the jihadist groupings that they've been fighting and now they've opted that for them to celebrate their 62nd independence anniversary it won't be worthwhile rather they should spend that money to those civilians who have passed on and also to maintain uh, how they could manage it and this came from colonel asim great where he says worried about what has been happening in various camps uh, in the towns of bamba gao and burema hence they are saying no celebration or nothing to celebrate as, as they are still dealing with the transition in bamako there's a funny story, I mean, an important story with Zambia and Zimbabwe. So it seems that ZANU-PF's Patrick Chinamasa has made alleged threats on the life of the Zambian president, Hakainda Hichilema. Really? Stephen, this has been the tension all along, even during the time of Munawasa, the late Munawasa. Uh, it's not only Chinamasa, whose name is coming out from the Zambian minister, also Rutendo. 
uh, he's been raised this name that they have been threatening. Uh, remember, this is post-election of Zimbabwe elections. Now, the minister says he will notify both the international bodies, your SADC, your AU, uh, UN, about this alleged threat. And he say, if, I mean, he's threatening them also saying, we will come for you. This comes from the minister of Zambia talking about the threats that uh, Zimbabwe has been alleging against Zambia. Remember Zambia, their uh, minister of uh, who was assigned to be the head of mission for the SADC observer mission. So this issue of SADC and the observer mission, Stephen, it has caused what we call a diplomatic thief between Zambia and Zimbabwe. The minister went on further saying, but Zimbabwe and Zambia had a good relations. It appears that the current ones who are who are coming up, they don't understand the history between Zambia as well as Zimbabwe. So we'll look, Stephen, because this matter of the post-election scenario in Zimbabwe, definitely it is causing diplomatic tension. It's also causing the issue that we are saying, what is then is the role of SADC post these elections? And then in our archives, this day, 15th of September, 1990. Stephen, I thought let's look at our historical archive in South Africa as one of, since we're in Heritage Month, 1990-15 of September, the government uh, launches, the then apartheid government launches Operation Iron Fist in many black townships. You'll recall that this was uh, also uh, towards the series of the release, after the release of Mandela in 1990, that he has to engage with the uh, then apartheid president FW, Wagadi Klerk, to engage on the issue of the township violence that was going on. Hence, there was this meeting of minds also. But the government has already launched this operation, Stephen, as they were saying, was to deal with the township violence. And as we say, Stephen, it's Friday, Asante Sana, uh, blessed weekend, and we are celebrating Heritage Month in South Africa. Ross Advocate Sipo Mantulip, thank you. Chat again on Monday. More from our continent through the day.